Welcome to episode three of Marketing on Tap, the Craft Beer Marketing Awards podcast. We are sponsored by the EGC Group, and I am CBMA's co-founder and your co-host, Jim McCune, and with me as always, co-founder and co-host, Jackie DeBella. What's up, Jim? Today, we have a special guest, Emily, and she's the merchandise manager at Ten Barrel Brewing Company. Hello. Hey, how's the weather out there in uh, Portland? Um, I'm in Bend at our headquarters. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be honest, it's been pretty mild. Um, we don't have a ton of snow right now, like I would normally expect. So it's kind oh, of been no. a mild start to the winter. I guess maybe March or February has more in store for us. Oh, I'm sure. Emily, you introduce <laughs> yourself a little bit and tell us what you do, and then uh, we can start. Yeah, of course. Um, so I am the merchandise manager for Ten Barrel Brewing here in Bend. Um, I have been with the company for a little bit over four years now, and I have one of the more unique roles in our company because I don't actually work directly with our beer, but I work with everything directly that supports selling our beer. So anything with our name on it that is not the liquid, I am in charge of buying and making sure that it is successful for us. Um, So it is very fun and it very dynamic on a day-to-day basis, the different projects I'm involved in to help ultimately at the end of the day, sell the product that we are pushing and brewing. That's awesome. That's That's, amazing. Yeah. That's what we're all about. Everything but the liquid, which is strange (laughs) in this industry, but (laughs) that's why we came up with these awards. Yeah. I mean, CBMA was developed for that exact reason is to recognize and award the very best marketing in the brewing industry. And this year across the whole world, So uh, we're inviting all breweries, their agencies, artists, marketing partners, everybody to to get their top work in. And I just wanted to remind everybody, January 29th is the deadline. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So 10 Barrels, no stranger to uh, winning a CBMA's Crushy Award. I know. Uh, You guys took, what, three last year? Yeah, we took home three. We were really excited. Um, our team kind of just like hopped in the conference room and we got together to watch them really casually. Um, you know, our brewers are really successful. I mean, if I tried to name every single GABF or any other sort of achievement award that they have got, I, I couldn't even begin to touch on like a fifth of them. Yeah. Um, our marketing team to take home some awards, it was really nice because it was our contribution we were like okay let's add it to the giant room of trophies so not to be confident, <laughs> but confident um that we have and show that like we also bring it to the table too well i definitely remember platinum crushy that was best merchandise design one of my personal favorite categories which was sustainable and that was the artist series yep you mm-hmm. want to talk about that a little bit absolutely um so i don't know if some people aren't aware, but our brewery makes huge, huge strides to try and improve and lessen our footprint um, just on an eco level. Um, within the past year, we've actually in, like included solar panels on our roof in efforts to get towards at least 50% um, solar powered energy, which is something totally unique for a brewery. There are not a lot of breweries out there who can say the same. So how that translates down to my world is that I need to make sure the quality of the products I'm putting out there are good for the earth. 
And, you know, one way that is really simple to do that is to just look a little bit further with your vendors and see what they're offering that is actually good and healthy. Um, so one thing I always look for is like how, like the organic cotton I'm sourcing on the shirts. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, I'm very picky about who I use. And for the artist series, for two of them, um, the Chelsea Wirtz design and the Alimo design, um, I used Farm Fresh and they have organic cotton. They're based out of California. And the account rep that I work with, David, he literally lives in Portland and will come down to the brewery just to say hi to me. Like we have a friendship. I don't even really call That's it. That's like, awesome. That's great. Yeah. This is something I had never heard of. And one of the judges had said, you know, I had voted for that. And that thing was so like rad because it does it have a biodegradable tag? Yeah. So we actually printed the tag on the inside of the shirt using a water-based printer who actually did all of those shirts in that category. They're out of Eugene. Mm-hmm. The company's called Threadbare. Um, I know the owner, Amy, she's, uh, I mean, like not to sound cheesy, but she's like a goddess to me. I absolutely adore her. And so anytime <laughs> we have a creative project like that, I reach out to her because I mean, oil-based printing isn't the most eco-friendly option out there. And if you have a place that still maintains quality and can do like amazing color saturation using water-based printing, I'm going to go with them. And then you warp in the options of having completely organic cotton items or, you know, for like the Kelly Knopp shirt, we used an Allmade brand t-shirt. And if you guys aren't familiar with Allmade, they reuse plastic water bottles recycled to make a new thread, a new garment out of a shirt. And it's the coolest thing. If you want ever want to go to their website, you can literally put in the shirts you ordered, how many, um, the time it took you, the production, and they'll actually measure how many um, quarts of water you saved by using their shirt and how many bottles it took to remake that line. Get out of here. That's incredible. Yeah. In addition to, you know, your sustainable win, you also had a gold crushy um, for the most creative line, Pray for Snow, which I will tell you, snow is one of my favorite things. And when I saw this and the name of the beer and what you guys um, did with this merch. It's awesome. Um, Did you want to talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, of course. I would be remiss to not mention that. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Pray for Snow is our winter seasonal beer. Have either of you had it before? No, I have not. Okay. If you ever, or if you get the chance, I mean, it's, it's one of my favorite winter warmers. Um, I normally don't like to like have entirely decadent dark beers around a fire when it's snowing. Um, And I also don't need something light. That's more of like a summer drink essentially. So pray for snow really does fall in the perfect middle of that category. And since it's been in our brewery for, I think, I think it's over 10 years now. um, We really just decided to go all in on a full capsule with the design to highlight that beer Um, And I love this project because not only did it involve like every single member of our marketing team in full, um, our, you know, our design team came up with the topographic map that is printed all over the ninja suit that Air Blaster did for us custom. And as you know, we are a very outdoor lifestyle brewery and Air Blaster was so awesome to work with because, you know, they, they patented the ninja suit and it's such a vital piece to wear when it's cold out when you're snowboarding or skiing and the fact that we could use that relationship and help create a custom line with it was awesome and you know when we did this line we actually had our first movie come out 
um, highlighting all of our athletes that we have sponsored. And so every bit of artwork was kind of like a snippet from the movie using our athletes there, as you see on the glass and the sweatshirt um, and the gloves. And so it was, it truly was an all encompassing project. And I, I had heard nothing but good things and um, people were still talking about trying to get a ninja suit after our seasonal was done. I was just like, all right, well maybe next year, you know? Um, and so it translated really well to the people who follow us. Yeah. It's wild. Um, just incredible work. You could tell um, very smart minds behind um, all of this. And um, you guys, your third crushy award was for best tap handle. Yeah. And that's definitely one of the most unique tap handles that uh, we've ever seen. It's called the Wizard Staff. Why don't you explain <laughs> a little bit about this one? Perfect. Um, I'm glad we saved the this as the final award. Um, so this was a project done by um, one of my closest coworkers, Jordan. He put he had this idea to do a revamped tap handle of our pub beer brand. Now. Pub beer kind of went through a rebrand. Um, it was our easiest drinking beer. You know, it's just like a simple lager. Um, truly something like if the brewers want to sit back and crush a light beer, like on their lunch shift, they could and not get to that point. You know what I mean? It was just a really casual beer that we hadn't really like focused on and took to the next level. And so our brand team came up with this idea, like we need to take a look at this and really dive into what pub beer could be. And, you know, if you haven't had it yet, I hope you do, but it has turned into a perfect, wonderful monster of sorts. And we have this almost like cult following of the, I guess, slightly younger drinking market who absolutely loves it. And like every picture and every advertisement and piece that we've worked with Pub Beer, it's supposed to be, it's supposed to remind you of like the younger times that you would have had beer, like right, right after college or, you know, hanging out with your friends or something easy to drink after a long road trip. And um, we spent a lot of time on it and Jordan really wanted to do a unique tap handle as, you know, an on-premise draft play. And I think it's pretty incredible that you can do pretty much anything you want to do with tap handles now, as long as you're, you know, willing to put like put the effort into the design and you find a really, really good vendor. And th like the fact that you can tell it's duct tape between the cans on there. I mean, <laughs> this was like some of Jordan's finest work. I, when the actual prototype came in, I was shocked. I was like, uh, I mean, I could sit at the another, another end of the bar and be like, that is, that's a wizard staff on that tap right there. I want that beer. Like it takes me. 100%. <laughs> exactly. And um, so we pushed those out in our home market, um, you know, specifically in our on-premise and they've seen a lot of success and bar owners and bartenders really like it. Uh, and it surely sticks out in, in a lineup. If you look at it up against a few others. Yeah, that's the one thing. And if you guys go to craftbeermarketingawards.com, you could check out the winners from 2020 and scroll down. You'll see 10 barrels work and the three projects that we were just discussing. And the uh, pub beer um, tap handle for sure st really stands out. And there's actually a photo of it there. And you'll, you'll see basically how these cans just uh, jump out at you. And the one thing that I, we always love as marketers is that homogeneity of branding. And a lot of times it's hard to translate 
what you've done on the can or bottle label and bring that to the to the tap handle and you guys did a great job with that and i mean pub beer in general i think we kind of touched upon this once before and i'm a little older than jackie but when i was young i i think it might have been like shoprite had something called like the generic beer or the no frills beer and it was just this white can with black labeling and that's one of the things I always marvel that just in my lifetime, I've seen this incredible evolution of beer. So anything that sort of uh, is a node to that or sort of reminds me of that has that incredible stopping power. So uh, I just, I love pub beer and I love the look of it and great typography and really jumps out. So fantastic. I was going to say, you know, I keep bringing up that you guys tie everything back into your actual brewery mission and, and the storytelling element is definitely there with everything you guys are doing, which is totally awesome. I'd love to find out, you know, your marketing team, um, you know, is it is it big? Is it small? Is it a few people? Do you guys touch on everything? And how do you guys go about thinking, okay, we've got, you know, a new beer coming out. Are we going to do merch for it? What are we including? How are we pushing out on social? If you can give us a little bit of insight to your thought process and your team and how you guys go about your days. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, let's, I mean, I'll start on our, our team breakdown. We're, we're a really unique combination. Um, so my boss, Andy, he's the director of our team. He oversees all, all of us hooligans. Um, and then we've got our digital and content team, which makes up um, Hannah and Riley. And they're responsible for all the videography, content, images, our calendar of social releases. They completely own that. And then we've got our event team, um, Ashley and Jordan, and they are responsible for any event that you see we put on, you know, whether it's through our pubs or outside of our pubs and at one of our resorts that is one of our partners. It's it's totally them. Then we have our brand team who is filled up of our brand manager, Grady, and then our designers, Christian and Jordan, um, who are like some of the most creative people I've ever met. Like seriously, if you put them in a room and there were just blank walls, no windows, no nothing, and you were like, create a brand, they would have it done in 10 minutes. Like it's, wow. they are so creative. Um, and then there's me and I'm just kind of in charge of my own little area and department. And when we come up with a brand and our brewers are like, Hey, you know what? This is what we're doing for our summer seasonal. Um, here it is. This is a release date. And we basically take that and work backwards. We're like, okay, mm -hmm. we have to get, you know, this can submitted way ahead to TTB, get this approved. Right. What do we want this to look like? What do we want our pictures to look like? Um, what kind of story are we telling here? Who is going to be drinking this beer? Who are we marketing mm -hmm. this to? Um, you know, Hannah, go, Emily, go, Christian, Jordan, Grady, go. And we're responsible for creating a cohesive launch. And, you know, this summer we're releasing a new beer and I, I won't be, I won't disclose too much information, but <laughs> it's with a very, very well-known company in the outdoor industry. And we are mm -hmm. so excited about it, but, you know, we've, we've already started and are almost near finish and what we want to see that release look like. Cause there's, there's so many pieces that need to go into it now, you know, like right. it's, we're in a digital world and if people can't readily just come to your brewery or come to one of your pubs to try one of these things, you have to get that message out so that they're able to see it and then find a way to get it. And if, and then go see if it's at their local grocery store or at one of their, 
neighborhood bars and it's our responsibility mm-hmm. to wear these things in full so people get the gist of it without actually having to you know drive to Oregon and if you want to if you want a pray for snow ninja suit you can get it online and it represents the beer you had when you were in Ben snowboarding and um yeah I'm going to get myself a ninja suit as soon as we're done here. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say it. I know you're itching. <laughs> oh, that thing's mine. I, I put our brewmaster, Jimmy, um, in one and had him walk down when we first released it. And I will say mm-hmm. a picture is worth more than just a thousand words. Oh, yeah. It's my favorite colors, too. So <laughs> loving it. It's one thing I always remember about um, 10 Barrel is, you know, with the pandemic this year, this is actually the first year. We haven't been out to Yakima Valley for hop harvest. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was always my tradition. I would get to the hotel. I would fill the sink with ice. I'd go right next door to this little shop. i get myself a six-pack of that Apocalypse IPA. And uh, it would last me a couple days there. And just always a good memory. Yeah. I can't wait till, um, you know, I, I, I know this sounds like, so typical to say, but I really can't wait till things are safer again mm-hmm. and people can uh, get together and do those fun things in the future. How did you guys, I mean, speaking of COVID and everything going on at your pubs, I mean, were you guys able to do the beer to go and all of that? Or were you relying on your retail establishments to get your beer out there? Oh, wow. I mean, this, this year was challenging to say the least. Um, for, for any brew pub or brewery. Um, I think if anything, it, it forced creativity and really brought all, all the different departments together. And that's for any company, I would say, especially ours. Um, you know, our pubs especially had to get really creative. Like we normally have tons and tons of people coming in and out, drinking our beer, having our food. Cause you know, we, we don't just have tasting rooms. We have full on restaurant pubs and when you don't have that traffic anymore, you have to find a way to get people to experience your brand in a faster, less uh, leisurely way and an easy way for them because some people just don't want to go out. And we had to make it possible that people could still enjoy our product. And for example, like our like headquarters in Eastside Pub um, and Westside Pub did delivery. And we've never done delivery before at our pubs because we never had to. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, we are confirming this DTC model and doing delivery and doing growlers and crawling off different beers and doing these special promotions. Like we just released uh, the drunken nachos take home box where I don't know if you've been to one of our pubs, if not really hope you get to one. Um, But our nachos are kind of the best. Sorry, I'm going to say it, but (laughs) they are. We, I mean, when I first started with the company, I had to actually like physically pull myself away from ordering them all the time because it's, it's, they're really good. And, um, we decided to compile this kit that allowed you to like take home that experience and make it yourself. That's and while, awesome. Yeah. And while that may not, I hope it lasts for a while, but right now it is kind of just imperative that we have those take home ideas that let you bring home a piece of our pub to your house. Cause People love coming to our pubs. They're really special and unique and homey at the same time as innovative. And we have to keep that going for people. We can't let them not have that. You could always tell where a 10 barrel pub is because the place is packed. Yeah, it's, it's true. 
I know like during uh, Craft Brewers Conference, uh, we've had the um, pleasure of going out to the Denver and Oregon. And I always remember your place is just like literally to the gill. And that's always got this great vibe. Oh, yeah. And our our Denver pub. So um, I'm originally from Colorado. So obviously I have a special place in my heart for the Denver pub. Um, our, chef, our chef there, Keel, he is one of the most amazing brew pub chefs. I'm going to just go ahead and say in the country. He makes amazing food. If you don't believe me, you can go check out the um, Drink Your 10 Barrel Denver Instagram page and you can see the kind of specialty he puts out and it's unreal. We yeah, were... Um, I think Jackie's about to go into it, aren't you? The day I was there in yeah. shorts. <laughs> yeah, we were yep, we were there for CBC. What was that? 2019. And we had it on our agenda for the next day. We were definitely hitting that spot. It's sunny, it's 85 degrees. We got sunburn, right? The next day was a massive blizzard, typical Denver. And our plans were just demolished. We had to find a flight home at like 3 a.m. the next day because everything was canceled. It was a mess. So that is still on our list of things that we missed in Denver that we need to get back to. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I de- yeah, it sounds pretty accurate. It could be 50 degrees and, you golfing, and then you turn around and you're like, cool. So tonight is going to be below 12. It's completely Yeah, normal. we couldn't even believe it. Jackie and I are from New York. We were uh, we were just dumbfounded. We were like, "Is that a snowstorm outside right now?" And everyone's like, "Yeah, going about their business." Yeah, Sounds about right. <laughs> but um, you know, ten, ten Barrel Brewing's always been known for doing a lot of great um, good for charity, and I know they have that Drink It Forward program, and um, that's the one thing I know CBMA's wanted to do this year was add a few new categories and try to encapsulate just the amazing work that the brewing industry did through the pandemic. So uh, I think we have best bottle design that would be pandemic related can design and then best pandemic awareness, which fundraising collaboration, anything related to the brewing industry and really hoping to spotlight some of the amazing stuff that happened during really just some unprecedented times. I, yeah. And arguably I would say probably one of the most challenging years in the past decade. I mean, especially, especially Oregon, like we had the wildfires yes. that were horrible. And then on top of a pandemic and it's just, it, you couldn't, you couldn't make it up if you tried telling someone in the future this. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. It's so bad. But, you know, we keep saying we, we got one of those little, 2020 toilet paper ornaments, right? And like 10 years from now, when I'm trying to explain to my kids why I have a roll of toilet paper with a year on it is going to be the weirdest conversation. <laughs> wow. And they're going to be like, so everyone everyone wore masks? You're right. Like, yes. Let me tell you a story. Sit down, child. Yeah. Or like you're going to reach into an old coat and be like, remember this? And you just pull out like a mask from like forever ago. Oh, it's going to be weird. But yeah, I mean, the brewing industry this year, Oregon especially, I mean, with, with the fires, I, I we, we just applaud everybody. I mean, everybody pulled together. You guys really, I mean, even you coming up with the nacho idea outside of beer, just to, just to keep revenue coming in and keep customers knowing like we're going to be back you're going to be back enjoying our beer, our patios, everything. Um, you know, that's, that's huge. Yeah. Uh, 
just uh, three cheers to you guys as always for uh, prevailing and, and doing all this amazing work and brewing industry is just known for uh, its camaraderie and its amazing support. And we actually added another three categories this year that surround human rights. Yeah. So hope everybody listening uh, checks out craftbeermarketingawards.com and checks out our categories. And if you have some great work that you want to showcase, it's definitely worth competing. It's a lot of fun. And this year we actually broke up the world into five regions. So people will be competing from all around the world uh, with the optional upgrade to also compete globally. So it's going to be wild to see how a tiny brewery in Thailand might stack up against one in San Diego or anywhere in the world. So that's going to be super fun. Yeah, it's, it's big. Um, You know, Emily, one other thing I wanted to ask you as a marketer in this industry, you know, is there anyone out there in the brewery world that you guys think is, is totally crushing it? Um, or you respect, you know, what they're doing, you know, in your sense, the merch design area, um, can designs, anything. Man, I, I think I have two solid answers for that. And, um, they're somewhat personal, but I think that my whole entire team in our brewery would agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely love Frame. If you guys haven't okay. had their beer or haven't visited their brewery, they're in Hood River. So they're also an Oregon company. Mm-hmm. They make absolutely insane product and their quality. I've, I've never had a beer by them that's just okay. Or like, uh, this is good. Like everything is exceptional. And the head brewer there, Josh Freem, I have looked up to for a really long time. And he's more than just a brewer. He goes the extra mile. Like I think he has, I think he patented a dry hop machine that is exclusive to Freem, like that level. Yeah. And, and anytime I'm in Hood River, I make an excuse to go there. It's just an absolute gorgeous building and they have amazing food. And if you do come to the Pacific Northwest, I highly recommend it. And the other one is Bowie. Um, They're up in Astoria in Oregon Mm -hmm. and they just announced they're expanding and creating this, giant campus in Astoria that's kind of, that's involving their pilot distilling system now too. So they're absolutely going the extra mile regardless of this pandemic and they're sticking with their plans. And through that, I know that they have increased their off-premise sales by almost like 25%. I was looking at wow. like just a few bits of IRI data last week when I was talking with one of our sales managers and Bowie is killing it. And i I see more than a few people every time I'm at the store buying their product. So I think just their authenticity and their um, sticking with their guns attitude always will keep me coming back and buying their beer. Plus you can go to their actually, yeah, I was going to say they took home some awards last year too, right, Jim? I know that I can picture their logo. (laughs) That's that's why I know it. Definitely took home best tap room. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You can look down on their floor and see like seals swimming. Come on. Like that's, yeah, that's, that's the one I can remember. Yeah, that was definitely them. <laughs> yeah, those two I think right now are, Yeah, they're crushing it, both of those brands. I'm lucky to say that I'm I live in Oregon, so I'm biased to the amazing beer we have here, but we truly do the best in my opinion. I think you're allowed I to be biased. Totally yeah. concur. I mean, those are two amazing breweries and uh, um yeah, uncanny. Both both won crushies last year. I remember Freem had the uh, As Nature Would Have It video, and mm, that mm-hmm. one was just uh, very, very popular among the judges. Um, 
Yeah, my son was actually on a trip with my brother-in-law out in the Pacific Northwest, and they were on a whitewater uh, rapids rafting trip. And I guess they happened to be in the raft with Josh, where they pair up people. So they got to knowing each other over the course of a day, and I guess he invited them back to the brewery. So I get this picture from my kid standing in front of all their brewing equipment like, see, Dad, you jealous? Epic. And I was like, only my boy. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Their website is is fantastic. It is really one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Very clever, very sophisticated. So nice choice. I agree. Yes, those two. Emily, uh, it's amazing what you guys are doing. Is there anything else you could tell us about? Um, Hmm. All I have to say is you guys should look forward to a really amazing lineup of releases from us this year. And I look forward to when our pubs are fully open again and the world is a little safer and you can come and enjoy us in full. We definitely look forward to that. And thank you guys for all your support and keep up the great work. Keep brewing that great beer and keep making that great merchandise and we will keep drinking it. Sounds awesome. Nice meeting you. Nice to meet you guys too. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Emily.